Jingle my bells, all of you regs and all of you shinies. Welcome back to the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jackson. I'm Tommy. And welcome back to another awesome episode. We just want to state right before the episode starts, if you're not currently subscribed to the channel, please consider doing so. Follow us on X and Instagram. We also have a Twitch now. We have an awesome, awesome Discord full of amazing people. If you want to talk about Star Wars every single day of the week, you should join it. We have people who do everything in it, so really can't say a whole lot more about that. Just want to make a very, very quick side note, too, that later today, probably in the afternoon, mm-hmm. we're going to be posting a video talking about our 1313 Days of Christmas. <laughs> so this is in celebration of hitting a thousand subscribers, yes. but we will let the video kind of do itself justice tommy do you maybe want to leak anything or tease people for later this afternoon so we i feel like we touched on it a little bit last week on the show we're doing a 13 days of christmas yes giveaway there will be 13 days of 13 prizes and 13 winners yes if you want to know how to get involved and how to get entered check out the video that will be on our youtube channel and it'll also be on our social media Mm -hmm. on how to enter and how you can possibly win. Uh, I will say the the grand prize on Christmas Day may or may not be a hot toy. May or may not be cool. May or may not be. So you'll have to check (laughs) out that and all of the rest of the prizes uh, in that video. So we're really, really excited. It's been a long time coming, as Taylor Swift said. Um, it was a long time in the making. We're finally happy to do it. We promised that we were going to do it. And now that Final season is about winding down mm-hmm. for Jacob and I. We're going to be more free and active to do this. Hopefully, by the time this video is up, we've also Speaking done a Patreon giveaway. Sorry, y'all. The ginger's is not with us again this week. Unfortunately, he was going to be here today. Well, but it's because he's, a- he's, he's hung over from his 21st birthday. <laughs> if you didn't see Jacob's 21st birthday <laughs> vlog, check that out. But he's debuting three of his films today that he shot at um, Edinburgh. And he was called in last minute to be a lab tech. Apparently, they're going to pay him to do it. So, can't blame a man for chasing a bag. Chase a bag. <clears throat> Always chase a bag. Chase a bag, brother. But, yeah, uh, Jacob should be back next week yes. on the show. Um, but, 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 but. We have um, a little Star Wars news. We have a couple little bits of about. Star Wars news now that we're, oh. Other than that, I think we pretty much covered our weeks. There's yeah. nothing really notable other than, oh, yeah. other than I mean, Jacob's party. Jacob had the party. That was a lot of fun, though. That was a lot of fun. A lot of good friends come out for that, too. It was so. a weird one, because I, I had several drinks, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel <clears throat> like anything. Just I heavyweights for life, man. Heavyweights for life. <laughs> nothing affects us. <laughs> Jacob got a little tipsy, and it was a little funny, just because in his tipsy stupor he rearranged his whole uh action figure shelf to put the new uh customs that we got him i have to go in his room and see it but he put the new rex in the front with the ones that we got from casual clone thank you so much commander cook again for doing that commission Mm -hmm. for me i texted him way back in october about that and thank you your casual clone that steeler mando looks absolutely dope-tastic jacob loves it thank you commander bly for making its cape if you want to see what they look like you have to check out the guag yeah, you have to check out the guag. Um, yeah, so other than that, we have a little couple bits of Star Wars news. Yes. Um, first and foremost, um, 
Disney, uh, there was a convention that took place in the UK mm-hmm. uh, within the last week, and Disney made an official statement saying that Andor Season 2 is delayed to 2025. Yes. Now, this is a bit significant because when we were given the original lineup of shows for 2024 that included Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, Bad Batch, Tales of the Jedi, and Andor, which Andor was at the tail end of that to begin with, yeah. so that's okay. It isn't going to script the whole dichotomy of shows coming out. It's a little upsetting Mm -hmm. because Andor was so good. And now we're going to have even longer gaps between Star Wars shows. So we'll really have to really stretch for content at that point to keep the people mediocrely entertained. (laughs) But I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? Anything about the shows that were, are still going to come out? Honestly, I thought it was, I was kind of surprised that it got delayed. Um, Really? Yeah. I just, not like a bad surprise or anything. I was just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even think about Andor. I mean, to think about it, though, it is only a year away for the end of 2024 for it to release. That's so insane. It's still that's not waiting too long. And yeah. I think because of COVID and everything, we're all very strike. used to things. Well, that too. But like, yeah, the over the last few it. years, we've been conditioned to just things get delayed and they get pushed back. So like mm-hmm. when things get delayed nowadays, I really don't have an opinion one way or the other. Have you seen the leaked uh, set photos? Yeah, I did. I did. The set images. Yeah. I don't. There was a really cool few images that have been leaked over a few month period of time. I guess I won't mention it in case nobody wants like a spoiler about it. We'll keep you spoiler free for right now unless you just talk to us on the Discord about it. Right. I'm... So they made an official statement. Well, part of that statement was that Skeleton Crew and Acolyte are 100% coming in 24. Now... Based on the slate of shows, and Andor's the only one officially pushed back, we can still safely assume that Bad Batch and Tales of the Jedi are safe to come out next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. I really just want Bad Batch Season 3 so bad. Well, in, I saw a lot of commentary online saying that, because there was like some post Disney Plus made mm-hmm. saying like, these are some of our shows coming out next year. And people saw that Bad Batch was not listed, so people automatically assumed that Bad Batch Season 3 was getting delayed. Just wait till they make a statement because they're just just wait because I really don't want to think that it's delayed because I want Bad Batch season three like now. Um, Bro, we're about to get GTA six before we get Bad Batch season (laughs) three. I mean, with a with a cinema with an animated show, though, I mean, they had an official trailer at Celebration. Mm -hmm. So you got to think that they've got it almost completely done for them to have a a full trailer, you know? So, I, I mean, know. here's hoping that it'll come out in 2024. If it doesn't, ultimately, I'll be okay. Um, I don't really have many expectations for Skeleton Crew and Acolyte, to be honest. I keep hearing different things about what they're going to be about, like what mm-hmm. the theme is going to be. A lot, the stuff I hear most commonly is Skeleton Crew is going to be like the Goonies, if you've ever yeah. seen that movie. And the Acolyte is going to be a thriller, is yes. what I keep hearing. And it's it's centered around the Sith. Um very excited for both. I mean, again, I hope this is kind of like the Andor treatment where yeah. it's underhyped, it releases, and then there's mass hype about it, and people like really get on board with it and love that it's different Star Wars that doesn't have Jedi and mm-hmm. the classic tropes that we see. Yeah, so for me, that's, I would say, my most exciting bit of 
Star Wars is what's to come is I have no expectations for. Yeah. And the last thing that I had no expectations for other than Andor was uh-huh. Mando season one. Yeah. Dude. And Mando season one knocked my socks off. I remember seeing the Dinjar and teaser pick years ago saying that Star Wars was going to work on a Mandalorian centered show and freaking out because the Django Fett nerd that I am, I was like, there's going to be Mandalorians in a show. So yeah, I was super duper thrilled when that came out. I feel like, again, that kind of re-gripped us back into Star Wars and it really secured did. it. Yeah, the I remember, too, with Mandalorian, I watched it five times in the first 24 hours. Like, I just kept finding people at my in my college dorm. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, have you seen it? Have you seen it? They'd be like, no. And I would sit them down, and we would watch it in my dorm room. And it was just five times I watched it in the first day. Nice. I think I watched it, like... 13 times in the first week that it was out. I, I, that was like such an awesome star Wars project. And, oh, yeah. and I really hope that skeleton crew and acolyte gripped me the same way because that Andor did too, mm-hmm. because uh, I like liking star Wars. Yeah. But the other piece of just brief news that we had, if you are a Fortnite nerd like me now, yes, now that I actually have time in my life to enjoy things like video games, I am now religiously playing Fortnite to the point where my wife is very concerned about it. She says, you play Fortnite every day. You find an excuse and a time of your day to play Fortnite. I said, I feel alive. But... Fortnite has now released a Lego mode, and with that are Lego Star Wars skins. They're not out yet as of speaking to you about this. If you have the uh, Clone Trooper skins, or like the Anakin, or the Maul, or any of the previous Star Wars skins, they've translated over into the Lego, so if you play the Lego mode, you can do that. I'm crying because I didn't get the Clone Troopers, because at the time, I was like, I'm never going to play Fortnite again. Why would I buy Clone Troopers? And I'm crying in despair, and they had the Clone... They had Star Wars skins last night, and I was tipsy, and I didn't buy them, and now I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) So, that's my cry. All of the, to my understanding, because I have little to no knowledge on Fortnite, all of the skins were previously existing Fortnite skins made into Lego. Yes. So we were talking about it before we recorded. Mm -hmm. There were a ton of people being like, why is Zori Bliss in this roster of characters? She was an original skin with the Sith Trooper and Mm -hmm. other characters like Finn to promote the movie. Rise of Skywalker movie. Mm -hmm. So that is why they just took all their Star Wars skins because I saw people were like, where's Chewbacca? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, in that, there's a Kersantan, yes. but there's no Lego Kersantan. They're probably only doing a soft release of a few right now. I don't mm-hmm. know if the Lego game mode is even going to be a permanent aspect. Oh, it's no. supposed to be a part of the season, yeah. but it would be smart for them to keep well, it in. Also, too, they haven't made a Kersantan minifigure in real life yet. So yes. that would explain why they did There is didn't. one in the Lego game. Mm-hmm. So they could base it off that, but still. Yeah, they all the ones they picked, to my understanding, are in, like, real Lego sets. Yep. Yeah. So it, we thought it was cool that the, mm-hmm. the Wolfpack Trooper... Yeah, because there hasn't been a Wolfpack in eons. Since Clone Wars Lego sets came out, so they actually did the decals based on that old Clone Trooper minifigure, mm-hmm. and I think that's a super cool touch. Yeah. Heck yeah, I think it is too. But yeah, so that's that's your news and your bits and your rumors and all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of false rumors going on right now regarding uh, Star Wars shows getting delayed. Yes. What's coming out next year? Uh, the Star Wars movies that are coming out. So just mm-hmm. take everything with a grain of salt. 
If we reported it on the podcast, it is coming from a reliable source. And if we're wrong, we will be sure to say it in a subsequent episode. Yep, we'll so, say if we are. You know, we've been we've been on record to be right and wrong. So that is true, and we will admit it. Unlike other people, one other thing: um, the uh, Ray Skywalker movie yes. is supposed to start production and filming in April of 2024. So that's supposed to be yeah. the first Star Wars movie yeah. to come back to the theaters. So which grows the ever-piling list of, hey guys, we're going to make a movie about this. Hey guys, we're going to make a movie about this. And when do we get a movie? Never. Never, apparently. Hopefully we get this one because this one's actually going to film stage. Yes. And we don't get a lot of Star Wars films. A lot of them just get kicked around and then creative differences happen and the directors either get fired or walk away. Yes. So Unfortunately. But with that, uh, mm-hmm. Jacob came up with this week's uh, podcast topic. He did. And the podcast topic that Jacob came up with, I'm going to read it directly from him. Um, so we get it right. So I get it right. Yeah. And hang on. Sorry about that. Um, Let's see. There it is. He says, uh, what do you want more from Star Wars? For them to continue to revisit familiar characters and stories or for them to spread out to a part of the galaxy that has no connection to the Skywalker saga at all? I think this is interesting because the movies that are coming out Mm-hmm. Now, like that are the three that are slated. You have yes. James Mangold's movie, which he has been on record with interviews and stuff saying that uh, all the way back in June of this year, being like, I want my movie to have no connection to the Skywalker saga. I want to talk about the origins of the Jedi and, you know, the knowledge of the Force, and that's it. And then you have the Ray Skywalker movie, which is a direct tie in with the Skywalker saga yes. coming 15 years after the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And then you have Dave Filoni's movie, which is a little bit of a mix of both. You have stuff that's not connected to the Skywalkers and you have stuff that is. Yes. So what's that? What's your, what's your first thoughts? Like just general first initial thoughts. Yeah. I have re- So there's the Skywalker saga one through nine. I feel like when people make lists about, their favorite Star Wars movies, consistently, Solo and Rogue One are at the top of a lot of people's lists because it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the Skywalker Saga universe, but it's events not connected directly to Jedi or Sith or main characters that we've seen before in some situations. And I feel like Star Wars is now working the best is now working its best when it's breathing out these new ideas into life i've if they continue to make movies like if they make one about ray at least we know it isn't going to be what i've referred to on the show before as the star wars ring theory where the three trilogy sets of movies have to follow the same tropes i know people will complain that seven eight nine are the same exact things as the other ones there's a reason for that look up the star wars ring theory if you're not familiar with Mm -hmm. it but now that we have new eras now, this is something that they can do completely different, especially with uh, the Mandalorian, the Mandoverse in quotations, or this Mandalorian era of what exactly happens leading up uh, until the events of The Force Awakens. I'm really interested in that period of time, mm-hmm. but I also really am still curious about what happens after episode nine. I feel like the storytelling that's been done the best is the Lego shorts and specials that they put on because those are always centered about what happens after rise of Skywalker with Ray training Finn, which I we've said for the longest time really should have been a thing. And we very, we feel very strongly for that, but 
Other than that, yeah, I really want to see just new ideas and topics tackled because when you expand the Star Wars universe, it only becomes bigger and it allows for more people to join it and get their own little niche thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my initial thoughts are I would like to see things move away from the Skywalker saga. Yes. I think that it it makes for a lot. uh, You do a lot more broad storytelling is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You can do so much more. And in a way, the Skywalker saga does restrict us because yes. you you can have conflicts, but the conflicts have to resolve before the next movie. And that's ultimately what the, like you said, the quote unquote Mandoverse, that's tied to, okay, well, it has to, everything has to be resolved so that when we get to the rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. none of this is going on. Exactly. And you could only touch certain characters in the mm-hmm. Skywalker saga. You have to focus it on Anakin, Ray and Luke. Mm-hmm. And you have these other really cool characters we see in the background, but you can't tell their story because the story isn't about them kind of a thing. Now, especially when I think of like this newer like era, I would really, really like to see something almost talking about what's the galaxy beyond that we've seen in Ahsoka now yeah, yeah. with this these groups of people it looks like the zepho have reached it if you're familiar with um jedi survivor and jedi mm-hmm. fallen order you know that i forget the name of the jedi i'm a fake fan sorry has traveled for ever to find like where the zepho have gone they were this mm-hmm. like race of aliens that really was connected to oh the is Force. it you know cordova yes yeah okay. cordova yeah. yeah and so what we see in ahsoka are potential i say potential references because i haven't seen real good official confirmation. I've seen some debates and some forums of people talking about that the temple that Thrawn is at was from one of the members of the Zepho who kind of like touched more into the dark side and separated Mm -hmm. from the rest of them. I know there's a visual thing out now. Maybe they'll put a visual thing out later for Ahsoka talking about it. We'll see. But now knowing that they're going to acknowledge galaxies beyond the one that we talk about they could very much talk about that. You could talk about the ascendancy. Just it's now limitless of what could happen in Star Wars. Yeah, that's I, I like the idea of having a conflict where you have a I think that's what I like about the Bad Batch. I know in that in that same regard, the Bad Batch's story has to be resolved before we hit a new hope. Yes. And you've already had mentions of some characters that are involved, mm-hmm. but Mainly, they're all background characters, and what I love about the Bad Batch and what I love about the the Mando series, you have no idea if any of these characters are going to make it. Yep, you have no. You, everybody could die, mm-hmm. and so it makes the stakes higher, especially when you just had like Tech, one of the main characters of the show, killed off in the end of season two. Yes, you are now forced to think about all these characters in a way that's a lot more has a lot more gravity mm-hmm. than stuff like the Skywalker saga. Because yeah. like if you look at like if Ahsoka was in the Bad Batch, it's like, well you know Ahsoka's gonna live. Or mm-hmm. if Maul was in the Bad Batch, like that's why they haven't included them, I think. Because it's like, okay, well you know that character lives. Exactly. No matter what. So ha- including characters that you don't know anything about increases the stakes. And that's what I want with stuff that's gonna move away from the Skywalker saga is that there's going to be, the stakes will be higher. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like 
I kind of feel the same way about like revisiting planets and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Kind of over it to be. Everybody's sick of Tatooine. Everybody has made it very clear that they do not want to go back to Tatooine ever again if we can help it. No more desert planets in general. Dude, if they make the next Skywalker like the Ray movie, what if they touch Tatooine because the sabers are there? I'll give that a pass just <laughs> because it's Skywalker saga related. You know, like I'll give that a pass. Yeah, but it, but it's it is repetitive because with just desert planets, I mean, you've had Jabim is a desert planet, Jeddah in Rogue One is a mm-hmm. desert. You've had Pasana in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes, um, you just have all these bland desert planets that you see like all the time. You have the one that was in the Bad Batch, even uh, the one mm-hmm. that looks like the Grand Canyon. Yes, um, you just have so many planets that are just these desolate beige, like landscapes Mm -hmm. and so i just i hope to see jacku jacku that's another one yeah we were missing one that was important (laughs) i hope to see more variety that's what i love Mm -hmm. about the prequels but i understand that that makes production value a lot more expensive but they also have the volume that is true so they can just cg render stuff like planets like umbara or felucia that are super super intricate intricate you know that are that are very different and very unique Mm -hmm. so what i'm liking too at least about the news that's coming out about the new show well not the show the movie ideas is that none of them are again connected to a single theme we're breaking away from the monotony of it has to be about the jedi or it has to be about this or that And I like that it's so random because, again, you're only expanding the galaxy more. There have been a lot of people that are interested in something regarding bounty hunting. Boom. Mm -hmm. Now we have the Mandalorian and we have Star Wars Outlaws coming out later. Right. Which will help expand on that part of the lore. That's what I feel like people are very much interested in is having these lore expansive movies, projects or games or books. Even if you read a book. Do you read? I don't know. Nope. I don't read, but having these things that expand on the very niche things that they like in Star Wars. I know for Clone Wars fans, a huge thing that they've been kind of chirping for is what if we revisited the Clone Wars and had a perspective on the Jedi? And I feel like Tales of the Jedi is a way of maybe talking about that mm-hmm. and getting a little bit back into it. Although I never personally believe that we will see a project like that ever developed, but still. You want to hear my hot take? All right. This What's is your something hot take? I've been What's thinking. What's your hot take? This is something I've been thinking about for a while. Okay. I know that a really popular suggestion from the community mm-hmm. for like a Star Wars project is yep. a Band of Brothers style series or or movie about clone troopers mm-hmm. and focusing exclusively on the clone troopers. I don't think that would be a good idea. The more I think about it, as much as, <laughs> as much as me as a clone trooper fan would love to see more clone troopers on screen and mm-hmm. see them in the spotlight. I'm trying to think of what story could you possibly tell? Because you, the ultimate fate of the clone troopers is being told through the Bad Batch already. Yes. In the Clone Wars, you have all those arcs like Umbara, the episode with Slick, the episodes mm-hmm. with Cut Quain. You have all these different episodes with Gregor. Yes. Of all different clones that are going through different trials and tribulations. And, I mean, aside from just doing like a really cool war movie. Mm-hmm. I, I really can't think of a, a, a compelling narrative that you could tell using clone troopers. And again, that's kind of another thing that pushes me to be like, I 
want them to move away from the Skywalker saga is we're running out of story to tell exactly. when we confine things to the Skywalker saga. Exactly. I honestly believe that too. As cool as something related to clone troopers would be, yeah. especially now on live action, yes. now that we have live action based armor that mm -hmm. could be used. I just don't feel like anything beyond a war style movie is anything that they could ever develop for the clones because we, we have their story. Right. I feel like star Wars doesn't need to tell the story from birth and every millisecond you're alive to death of right. this is what happens to this character and what we know. Because I feel like a lot of people want that. Like with Rex as an example. Let's see Rex's early development, everything he does in the Clone Wars leading up to his death. And we need that for every single character in Star Wars. I think people just need to accept that like there will be gaps for every single character. But I feel like that's what makes the community thrive is that in those gaps, there's rumors or legends mm -hmm. even of like, what could have happened to this character during this era? And maybe they'll touch on it in the future, but the galaxy is just so large that you can't tell the entire story. Well, that's another good point. I mean, I'm thinking about specifically clones again. You brought up like, we want to see early Rex stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, we already got the Domino Squad episodes where yep. they're cadets. That is you true. get to see what a clone trooper goes through from before they join the army. Yep. And then they go where they get their first mission at the Rishi outpost. Mm -hmm. And you get to see them rank up to 501st, ARC Trooper, you know, and then echo eventually to the specialized, sorry, the specialized unit of the Bad Batch. What? I thought I spit on you. You did. Oh, my bad. It's disgusting. Stupid idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, that story has already been told. Mm -hmm. and, and like talking about the individuality of the clone troopers yes. and stuff, I really don't see a way other than just like having a squad of clone troopers and just like, and they're on a, they're on a like Mimban or like a conquest yep. or something. And it's like, boom, pow, explosions, action, action, action. It, we've already seen that. Mm -hmm. We've seen it so many times in the Clone yeah. Wars. And I just don't think that it would be compelling. Now, if they did it and they did it well, obviously I'd be all over it because it's mm -hmm. clone troopers. I love clone troopers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm fascinating that so that must be a hot take that we agree on then yeah i would agree i mm -hmm. guess to beat the clone trooper with the uh stick at this point the community is what makes clones specifically thrive yes you have people who make their own fan films i'm really forgetting the name of the one that was developed with the clone commander with the with the the feather in his helmet oh, um, and it looks um, really really it's made good. by uh i i talked to him on twitter before. we literally we talked about it on the show before but stuff like that I'm fact or check myself. i saw something on uh TikTok the other day of somebody who developed a short length film based on the 13th Battalion clone troopers and it looks like absolutely real. You have people like Wolf Wolfie on YouTube who develop these really awesome high definition like shorts. It's the community that mm -hmm. allows other legends, I guess if you want to call them, to develop of maybe this group of clones did this kind of mission. And the story exists then through us rather than it needing to exist through right. Disney. This is actually something kind of interesting that we touched on our atheism class today. We touched on a Jediism is what the religion is called and how really? it's it's a little bit of a struggle for the Jedi community to uh, talk about the things that they do because Star Wars is a copyrighted source material. So Disney won't allow a lot of these characters to be tied into the religion mm -hmm. or their names be referenced. So this is where the idea of Jedi lives on through the community. They have their own unique storytelling methods to get through the copyright uh, loopholes and whatnot that Disney might have to shut them down. 
Right. It's like the Kylo and Ray uh, romance novel. It's a target. We're doing ignore that ever happened. <laughs> We're, do I ship Kylo and Ray at the end of the day? Absolutely. I'm a man of culture, but let's not make a book about it. <laughs> um, shout out, though, to High Ground Animation. Yes, was that's the one who was. Okay. And his series called Tuck Tales. Tuck. I wanted to say Tuck. Tup, but I knew Tup was wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, to your point, though, as well, where you were kind of talking about not needing to tell every millisecond. That's mm-hmm. also what makes it so much fun. Like I think about when I was a kid and I was playing with all my Clone Wars action figures. Mm-hmm. I was imagining things that were happening in those little gaps of time between the episodes we saw. I feel like it takes away some of the imagination of it. If you tell every millisecond Mm -hmm. of the story, you take away that imagination and the creativity from the children that are buying the toys and playing with the toys. And even for us, it, like you said, it gives the community a chance to speculate. I mean, look at us, Lucas monster out of the basement. Like everyone has a custom clone trooper Legion. And like, we have made so many friends out of this hobby of custom action figures and art design and, and different things. It's just, it's special. And, and if you tell every millisecond and you explain everything away, just like the force, yes, it takes away the mysticism of it and the fun of it. If you mm-hmm. try and scientifically shoehorn. explain it with midichlorians. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That's why so many people got mad about midichlorians. Too. Yeah. But... I yeah. guess if we had to touch a topic that wasn't uh, hitting the Skywalker saga as like a movie or a show, what's something that you would want to see then? I want to see something post Rise of Skywalker okay. that is not specifically about the Skywalker saga characters. I okay. am excited right. for the Ray movie mm-hmm. because I just want to see what happens next. Yeah. But because there's such an open ending with the mm-hmm. end of that, with the end of Rise of Skywalker, you have so many planets and so many like civilizations that just get to do whatever they want now. Mm-hmm. You have so many conflicts, you know, that would be one that I would want to see as well as if I thought of a prequel one, like a, a prequel to the prequels. Yeah, I would want to see the, the Jedi Mandalorian Wars. Oh, that's a good idea. Those that's have been one. heavily shown in legends, comics, novels, artwork in the canon. Yeah, and and I remember as a kid watching or reading visual dictionaries for Star Wars and seeing little stills of some of the frames from those comics and just seeing like rows of Mandalorians that have all different colors fighting rows of Jedi, and it's like that we we hear about it in the clone wars rebels you know everything like the mandalorian that the mandalorians used to be the enemy of the jedi mm-hmm. i would love to see that and it, and it is familiar enough that i think any casual star wars fan would jump on it yeah because everybody knows mando everybody That's knows true. what a jedi is everybody knows boba fett or jango fett so you know what a mandalorian is you have base knowledge of that and of what a jedi is and i would love to see almost like a game of thrones style series and when i say that i don't want it to be like game of thrones but game of thrones is all about a conflict and this huge mm-hmm. conflict over this huge landscape love game of thrones mm-hmm. and so i would want that where you just have a galaxy-wide conflict and it's a star war so it fits the title yeah and you would just have it wouldn't be so much about the fighting it would be about the characters because then you have the whole like 
Tar Vizsla thing. Mm -hmm. That is not connected to the Skywalker saga. That's just an abstract topic that's brought into the Clone Wars. And then they talk about it in Rebels and everything else. Mm -hmm. So that'd be one that I'd be really interested to see. That is a good point. Because that's, again, that's always been referenced. The Mandalorian Jedi War is happening. They're like, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. If I had to choose one, I thought of a show and a movie. So if I had to go with a movie style project, I want to see the Sith Society. Now I know acolyte is supposed to touch on that mm -hmm. but isn't it supposed to be the remnants of what was the high sith society i believe and it's so. supposed to be i want to see it at its peak like you know we talk about pelagus and legends and mm -hmm. in general and how like the sith used to have a grip basically on the galaxy until the jedi reorganized and wiped them all completely out which led to the age of the jedi that we see in the phantom menace mm -hmm. and the slow rebuilding yeah. of sidious and the sith soon to be form of government in the empire but here's a funny show idea what if we had a show about the life of battle droids or people <laughs> in the trade confederation <laughs> or well i should say people in the cis dude that would be i would like because we actually. talk about like humanize the clones make shows about them what if we did like just a silly thing about like droids like in combat or maybe the clone war from their perspective since the clone wars only told from the perspective of the Republic. That'd be really cool because you have the whole idea of histories written by the winners. Yes. So to be able to tell the story from, and we, we touch on it a little bit in the clone wars with Mina Bon Terry. Yes. When Padme and Ahsoka go to visit them and then Padme gets her little bad boy, vampire boyfriend, Lux Bon Terry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd be a really cool idea. And you could, yeah, you could do the tongue-in-cheek stuff, like the battle droids. Mm -hmm. And then you could do the serious stuff, like with the politicians who really are just fighting for freedom in the galaxy. Exactly. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah. You know, I thought that would just be some kind of funny and silly goofy ah. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen comics about, like, Legends comics about battle droids, like, like Mr. Uh, being, being upset when the other one deactivates or something, mm -hmm. you know, like just little fan art and stuff. Yeah. And that's another unique way. I guess the story is told. I like to imagine the droids as very non-serious things. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. the movies take them on as a serious subject and that they're actually like intellectual, like machines that don't really think where the clone wars makes them just stupid and dumb, mm -hmm. but they're effective because there's a million of them. I feel like the clone wars is just a lot more in your face about it. Like there was a, if you remember in phantom menace when they're like, yeah, we're taking these prisoners on the ship and the battle is like, ah, uh, does not compute. Like, yeah. like, just stupid, but it's not so in your face as a kid's show like the Clone Wars is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ultimately, I like the idea of Tales of, not Tales, Dawn of the Jedi. Yes. I think that'll be a really cool idea. And you have so much to play with. Even, even shows like The Bad Batch are still tied to the Skywalker saga because you have Palpatine's plan with Tantus. That's the oh, that's the big plan, you know, and yeah, like Dr. Hemlock is the big bad. Mm -hmm. And so that still kind of is tied down in that way. So I think it's really cool to think about the Dawn of the Jedi. I have heard rumors, though, rumor, that, it, rumor. that it might not happen. Like, oh, like Disney's going to shelve it, blah, blah, blah. And I've seen people argue back and forth. Some people are like, oh, it's not going to happen because Indiana Jones underperformed in the box office. And then I've seen other people be like, well, that's not uh, James Mangold's fault, though. He's mm -hmm. just the director. Like, that's that's not his fault that 
the movie underperformed. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think it's it could go either way. We've had movies that Lucasfilm has officially revealed and been like, this is what we're doing. And then they've been psych. And then, yeah, then all of a sudden you get some like magazine does a random article and they, it's all under the radar and they're like, oh, well, you know, we're not doing it anymore because because of this and that and the third creative differences. And I'm like, just don't just don't announce it yet. You know, exactly. That's what we've been saying for the longest time. I'm at least glad that this Ray based movie, they said they are going to start filming now because every other movie has been, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Like Donald Glover doing a Lando film. Right. Sure about that. Right. You sure would be cool, but is it ever going to come out? We don't know. We're just kind of again, that's the sucky part. You're just kind of left hanging on where the new star Wars movie is going to be. They're like, here are the new Disney plus shows and we'll tell you when they're going to release or not. But for a movie, we won't. And I guess maybe that's just because Disney plus is performing really well. And it's getting them yeah. the people they want. So they I, want to keep the platform growing. Did you see Ahsoka was the number two highest performing TV show this year? I did. Wasn't every The Last of Us service? number one? Last of I need to finish one. The Last of Us so bad. I have like two or three more episodes. But yeah, I was really shocked because all these people on the internet were like, Ahsoka's mid. Ahsoka, Ahsoka bombed. Ahsoka it didn't do good on the first day. It didn't retain dead. the numbers. Like yeah. this is the end for Dave Filoni. He finally missed. And it's like... Take that, all of you people who said Ahsoka was going to be trash and it would suck, and now it's amazing. That's that is. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I'm I'm. It literally just goes to show the thing that we say all the time: don't believe everything you hear on the internet. Yeah. Every time <laughs> these these YouTubers that their only income is YouTube. Yep. Anytime these streamers that their only income is Twitch or TikTok or and all these news articles who have never touched a Star Wars in their life. Yep. They all are like, oh crap, we don't know what to talk about because there's no new Star Wars coming out. Yep. Let's just make an article that says Star Wars is dead and then everyone will come and read it and be yes. angry about it or happy about it. And then mm-hmm. all the people will argue and then we'll make another article about it. Two That's weeks later. That's all Star Wars news is. It's just excitement. For all of y'all who prayed on Ahsoka's failure, congrats, you lost. It's like the revolving door of insanity. Like, I it feel is. like, I, and I'm That's so glad. That's why I don't read Star Wars news. Yeah, dude. It's like, it's, I just get to stand back and just watch all the people. Just every time I jump in, we talk about it all the time. Yes. Every time you open a comment section. You have people who just want to be outraged and mad about it. And then yep. you have the people that like it so much that they mm-hmm. want to argue with the people who are outraged about it. And it's See, like, yeah. just don't argue. My new favorite hobby is whenever Yak posts anything is to leave a really positive and happy comment <laughs> and see who shits on it. It's And I won't respond. I'll just let it yep, be how yep. it is. Because in the last time I did that, I had a chain of comments that lasted two or three days long. Insane. Like literally these people kept responding to each other of why like the other person was wrong for believing the way. I even forget what it was at this point because it was so pointless. But again, I just like to be positive or something will release. I'll be like, that looks really cool. I'm excited to get it and see who just who bites it because it's just entertaining. I'm not going to be able to change their mind. So it is what it is. Being a troll is so much fun. I get it now. I finally get it. Well, I don't I do to... it to troll people to be a jerk. Like with Sideshirax, like I commented, like I'm definitely buying this when it comes out because I want to show the company I'm excited to. For yeah, it. yeah, dude. Well, I mean, it's like the Captain the Captain Rex hot toy is weird to me because it's like me personally, 
I am not a 100% fan of all the choices with the way that the live action armor looks. That has nothing to do with what I think of the product. Mm -hmm. I think the product looks amazing because it is spot on accurate to what we see in the show. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to sit there and complain (laughs) about the way the armor looks because it's accurate to the TV show. It is accurate. It's accurate to the entertainment. If you're mad that it's accurate to the entertainment, then you have no reason to hate the product. Right. So, but what I do is like, if I see, I only do this on like our, like, inner circles like I, our good friend Evan stuck in carbonite yes he posted a collection tour video mm-hmm. and someone commented like telling him that he because he pronounced at at atat dude that was ridiculous they it's are both ways they are interchangeable which by the way if you haven't watched that video go check out stuck in carbonite on youtube it's an amazing video yes um he shows off his his collection and landspeeder luke replied to the comment and said, like, it's regional, like, as a joke, like, yeah. just, again, being lighthearted, like, you know, it's like a dialect, basically. Mm-hmm. This dude writes this entire book back and is <laughs> like, well, when the new fans saw that they called it an AT-AT in Battlefront, they all decided that that's the new canon. And I'm thinking to myself, you're assuming that all the boomers that are new to Star Wars played Battlefront. Yes. There is an assumption that they play. So it's like there's so much stupidity in what people say, but online everybody is the professor of everything. Yes, certified Star Wars smartass. Yeah, this is what so we are. I there are points like that where like I will just like say something to antagonize the person, mm-hmm. and then when they reply, I don't say anything. Yep. So like I reply to them, and I was like, "Hey, bro, like next time you want to leave a book on someone's comments, you should probably check your grammar and your spelling <laughs> before you, because it was like riddled with just bad grammar." And dude just replies, he's like newbie shill and I'm like <laughs> and I don't just re- I just newbie don't reply shills all of you insane dude it's but again like it's just a revolving door it's like mm-hmm. you are arguing with people that they are never going to see eye to eye with you because they don't want to so mm-hmm. why would you bother like we sit here like we make fun of we make fun of Star Wars Theory, and I thought about it before I said it because we mentioned it before. Yeah, we have mentioned We it. make fun of Star Wars Theory's YouTube videos, titles, and, like, I'll watch some of the videos. And, like, the titles will be ridiculous. And then two minutes into the video, he'll debunk his own title. And it's all clickbait. It's all 100%. to get... 100%. And that's what that's happens. Views. And that's why I'm really... I'm Honestly, I say it all the time. I'm glad that we do not make our money from YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we don't make thousands of dollars a month from social media because with that comes a dependency on it when you have Mm -hmm. people who depend on social media for their sole income that's their focus his focus is no longer making star wars content i mean that's his whole channel but you know what i mean it's not just making, making fake news to get a click every single day yes and that so and i wish that people would the more people i talk to like and if you realize it you just realize how stupid it all is mm-hmm. like he doesn't actually believe 90% of the stuff that he's saying on these youtube videos yeah cuz he's contradicted himself a billion times over yeah. if you watch past videos it's it's to make money and and in that way he's very smart because like i'll give him that it's a very mm-hmm. smart business decision to make Think about it. That's all you do is you lift and you sometimes post that lift on a second YouTube that nobody cares about. Yeah. You go home, you sit on your butt, 
start a screen, make Inject up a live for 10 minutes. <laughs> Inject trend. Make up a live for 10 minutes and upload it. And that's your daily source of income. Well, and then you can sit on your ass all day and be on social media or play video games. And if you think about it, like live streaming is crazy too. Because yep. these people, like we edit almost all of our videos. Mm-hmm. Live streaming, these people, like people like Queso, I love Queso. <laughs> Queso is a legend. But they rack in. Like when, when Star Wars Theory does live streams tens of thousands of people watching yep and they just donate 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 and it's like because they just want to have their voice heard Mm -hmm. and that's what it comes down to is like all these people pay money because they want to have their voice heard yeah and that is such a like he has there's no effort there is no editing there is no like Mm post-production you just do your live stream and then it's there and then you pay someone to cut it up into little clips and make it into tiktoks and stuff yep and that is like a a masterful business plan because you are just raking in money and mm-hmm. doing no work for it. And yep. that honestly, like I have to give props to that. Whoever came up with that idea, you are playing the system. But aside yeah. from that, the whole point I was trying to make was just like, it's just a revolving door. And mm-hmm. like, like we said earlier in the episode, don't fall for every single rumor that comes out. Yes. Don't fall for every time you see a star Wars is dead video. I mean, just a couple weeks ago, uh, I think Jacob mentioned it. Like there were articles saying that Ahsoka flopped. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, that's what we were saying. And then Ahsoka the stats flopped. come out. Yeah. And it's like, but it didn't flop. Nope. It was number two for all shows. Every show this on year. every streaming service. Yep. And that, that again, I think is a testament to uh, Star Wars storytelling because you have characters that are, there's no Luke Skywalker. There's no Anakin. There was Anakin Skywalker, but there was not advertised. That was the coolest episode. Well, there was advertisement after the fact, but still. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like when the first trailer came out. There was the Anakin theme trailer too. Yeah, true. Got to admit it, but still. It's a Star Wars show, which is already very, I'll say a niche group of people because it's still seen as nerdy. It's topping every other like mm -hmm. show that like a popular crowd wants to watch. That's why I think that Star Wars can still be successful in the movie theater. Yes. If you would have asked me a couple months ago on the show, if because I know that uh, Donald Glover says he wants to do the Lando thing as a movie. Yes. If you would have asked me a couple months ago, I'd been like, I don't really know if that'll like perform well because Lando is is a supporting role mm-hmm. in everything that he's been in. There has never been a show just focused on Lando. He's always been like a side character or a supporting role. And I think honestly now after looking at the way that Ahsoka performed, I really think that Lando as a movie could do well in the box office. Yes. You have the, the appeal of uh, an original trilogy character from all the old heads mm-hmm. and you have the appeal from all the new fans that like the solo movie mm-hmm. The people that just like Donald Glover are going to exactly. come watch the movie. And I think that if he makes it, if he makes it the way he wants to make it, I think it'll be successful. I would agree. Know? Yep. That's just my, my basic take on that. But as far as new Star Wars content goes, I think bottom line, I, I want to see them move away from the Skywalker saga. Um, and that's pretty much all the further away they move from that timeline, Mm -hmm. the safer it is for them to not have to feel like they have to tie it in. Exactly. The better it'll be too. Yeah. But, but I would say that's pretty much all yeah. we have to say this week on this. If you guys have an opinion on this, make sure to comment it down below or join our Discord so that you guys can yeah. fill join in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. 
I think uh, it's definitely a very relevant topic right now. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Jacob for giving us that topic this week. Shout out to my brother. Congrats on the 21. And as of recording today, it's also Tommy's video. So if you didn't wish him a happy birthday, then you were scum. I'm 23 today, boys The big 23. You're the same age as Rainbow, and you know that. 22 and Rainbow's older than you. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. That's wild. Yeah, that is. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, 22 and 23 is where you start to realize, like, your birthday is just another day. Yep. Now, I, I as a kid, I was like, why do adults not celebrate their birthdays? And now I'm sitting here at 23, like, I went in for overtime for work this morning. I, like, you know, I uh, did the dishes and, like, did the dishwasher today. I'm like, it's just another day. Yeah, yeah, it's just another day. No, I agree. I spent my 22nd training, and I didn't tell anybody it was my birthday either. Didn't so. you also spend your 21st training? Or is that right before you left? Yeah, that was right before I left. For yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, remember, I was here. I, I didn't do anything crazy though. Yeah, because you tried. I remember you tried a shot, and you were like, "It was bah. Jack Daniels. It was so bad." Yeah, it was just now we do. Straight. Now we do shots. If you watch the vlog, shot, 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 shots. Anyways, all right. Thank you everybody so much for watching. Again, please be sure to stay tuned for the 13 days of 1313 Christmas. It's going to be a blast. We're really excited for it. Follow us on Instagram X, uh, TikTok, TikTok. Twitch. If you would like to support us financially, we have channel memberships and we have a Patreon too. And for our Patreons, we have a monthly giveaway. We're doing it. Please just give us time. I beg you. The finals have me gripped right now and I can't do anything else except school. But uh, for this month... I'm just going to take it and just do it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, For this month, you get an extra entry in this giveaway. So, congrats everybody. Um, 13 days of Christmas. That's all I got for right now. That's all I got. Bye. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the 1313 Podcast. Eh. Dun 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 dun